Sundial, Cujo for the 2020s. It's been a really long time since I've done a review, but I'm really excited to do a review about this. Uh, so, the book, Sundial, um, published 2022. It is the newest book I've ever read. Um, <laughs> Ren is, is here. It's very appropriate because there are dogs in this book. Um, author, I hope I pronounced this right, Catriona Kat Ward. Uh, it is a horror, psychological horror. It is magnificent. It is fantastic. It is, is so many things. Um, gripping, tense, consuming, detailed, intelligent, haunting. Those are the adjectives I give this. Uh, just, just a phenomenal piece of work. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Um, why am I putting this down? Why am I putting this down? I'm going to read you the back and then I'll tell you a little bit of a synopsis. No spoilers in this one. Uh, I do not want to spoil this for you. You can't escape what's in your blood. I guess I'll, go, I'll read this and then I'll go back and make some points. Rob has spent her life running from Sundial. Her family's ranch deep in the Mojave Desert and her childhood memories. But she's worried about her daughter, Callie, who collects animal bones and whispers to imaginary friends. It reminds her of a darkness that runs in her family, and Rob knows it's time to return. Callie is terrified of her mother. Rob digs holes in the backyard late at night and tells disturbing stories about growing up on the ranch. Soon, Callie begins to fear that only one of them will leave Sundial alive. Sharp as a snake bite, Sundial is a gripping new novel from the author of The Last House on Needless Street about the secrets we bury from the ones we love most. So, there are things... Oh my... You okay, puppy? Oh my goodness. She's got a little frog in her throat or something. Anyway, um, there's some things on the back here that seem a little corny. And there's some things that I'm going to say that I think are associated with a certain type of corniness. And I need to try to get away from that. But Okay, so first thing, you can't escape what's in your blood. I feel like that line, it really hits for me. But I also know it's just so overdone that that it could come off corny for some people but i'm like i know that it's overdone it's like a breakdown like i'm a sucker for breakdowns if we're talking about like metal music it's like it doesn't even have to be a good one i just love breakdowns um and that line i'm like i know that it's been done so much but you can't escape what's in your blood that just carries so much weight we're talking about in this book which we'll get to i'm going to talk about generational trauma we're talking about this this wanting to escape and this heaviness and this independence and like um this need to be yourself and be who you're supposed to be and whatever else and just like just with that one line it, it just encapsulates a lot um and then this whole part about like we've got this thing about a mother-daughter relationship and i think that's immediately off-putting for some people especially with the female author which again we're going to talk more about stuff later but people start to make assumptions. And I would say throw your assumptions out there if they're garbage assumptions because this book is nothing like that, I would say. <laughs> um, sorry, Renda yawned and it was really high-pitched. Um, yeah, what was the other line? Uh, it's about the secrets we bury from the ones we love most. And again, this thing about secrets and hiding 
Um, and just talking about familial relationships, I feel like, again, that could end up being like, oh, this is some weird family drama, mother-daughter story or something, whatever. But this thing is scary. This thing is written so well, too. Like, it, it's, it's interesting because authentically terrifying is what Stephen King says about it here on the cover. And I, I love Stephen King. And I feel like this, this book particularly, more than anything else I've ever read, is the most like Stephen King at his best without it being Stephen King. And again, 2022, like I can't think of a time I've ever read a book that came out in the last couple of years. Like I'm usually so far behind and not really reading contemporary stuff. Um, I also usually wait for it to be on paperback and this is paperback. So like, yeah, I, I generally just don't buy hardcover books. I'm like, oh, I need to get the newest whatever. I've got a library of more books than I'll probably ever be able to read in my lifetime. So like, um, I'm not looking to get the newest stuff. But the thing was, and this is the importance of cover art as well. I'll get more to the summary here. The cover art spoke to me. One of the things I don't like when I'm collecting editions of books is I don't like when they have like the little blurbs on the front and stuff. I'm like, just leave it be. Same way I don't like the movie covers of books. Um, but, you know, Stephen King's name did attract me to that and be like, oh, snap. Like if Stephen King actually thinks this, that's saying a lot. That carries some weight. And then reading the back, like I said, you can't escape what's in your blood. And then... Um, secrets we bury from the ones we love most i'm like okay this is intriguing like this is really intriguing now and i'm just gonna take a gamble on it i'm just let's let's see what happens and i'm glad i did uh, i hadn't heard about this book i hadn't heard about the author i've never read her before she's got a couple other books before this one that i want to check out uh phenomenal stuff so i think ultimately we're talking about a story about family independence escape righting wrongs um fixing generational trauma and there's a lot of recognition here about the self and processing things in order to try and repair damage that was being done, in order to try to get out of the generational trauma, in order to, to try and, and get out. Ren, you're okay. You're okay. There's a noise out in the gallery. You're okay. You're okay, sweetie. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, Ren, you're fine. You're okay. Uh, the, the, the processes that go into trying to avoid being trapped in this cycle. And I think that that is all there. It is not what's on the surface necessarily. Um, we've also got this mother-daughter relationship element, but it gets wild. The way that I would describe this, which I did at the very beginning um, in the intro, is that it's Cujo for the 2020s. I've never read Cujo, and I have not seen it either. But the little that I do know, um, and again, it's this interesting Stephen King comparison too, is that she just writes about the human condition, about human nature, about... Um, again, we've got these themes that are, they're tropes, they, 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 they come up a lot in literature and movies, etc. because they are so compelling, but they're so basic. Um, not basic in like a non-intelligent way, but um, it, it's really coming to 
nature and nurture and using humans and animals in order to explore that. Um, so, as I mentioned, there's this mother-daughter relationship in here, this very familial thing. And I think for some people, especially because it is a female author, Ren, Ren, come. Come here. Someone's making noise and that's okay. Um, you're okay. You're okay, baby. Yeah. You want to sit there? Um, I think some people just might be scared away from that. And, and I think a lot of times, unfortunately, the, the stereotype of like, oh, it's this woman author and she's telling a story about a woman and then whatever. And, and it's just not going to be any good and it's going to be just the same old crap. And it's not, it's not the same old crap. I'll, I will tell you that much. Um, it had me feeling very yucky. <laughs> There's a very yucky feeling. I don't know how else to describe it. I was, it was, it was a scary book as well. Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give you any spoilers, but, uh, it, it definitely is very real and very raw. And again, there's, there's a lot of introspection, but it's not too heady at all. Um, it is the, I don't know. I don't know how to describe like that yucky feeling that it gave me other than being like, Oh, that just, I want to keep reading. I mean, it's like so tense that I'm like, Oh, I want to keep reading. And I had this theory too. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a page turner. Like it's just, it's, you want to keep going. It's a thriller. It's, it's amazing. It's written so well. But I had this theory of like, other than the fact that it's such a good story and, and it's like amazing writing, other than that, I think the other reason that I want to just keep reading is because I'm so tense that I just want to get through it so I can like stop that tension almost, um, which will kind of get back to that with one, I have one criticism of the book when I tell you the shelf placement, but um, yeah, emotionally, it, I, I think it really sucks you in. Uh, you don't have to be a mother or a daughter or whatever in order to to really connect with this story. So um, I was very connected. And again, it made me, I was very tense. I, it, I definitely was a scary book and I felt yucky at the same time in a good way because it was that powerful. Uh, target audience. I think if you're wanting to read real and smart horror, then this would be for you. The woman on a journey thing applies too. Um, but again, this is like not pulling any punches. This is like really layered stuff. But again, it's not like when I say that it's intelligent, part of the intelligence of, of Catriona Ward as an author here, just judging from this book alone, uh, is that she can have all these themes wrapped up in this just horror story. And that's one reason that, like, I really like exploring horror, even though when it's done really well, it, like, ugh. Like, I, I have a hard time with horror, uh, whether, especially movies. But in, in books, it's easier for me. But one of those things is because we are, we are also immediately, we've got this psychological thing about fear. And it's like, why do we want to keep reading this? Or, like, what, there's just so much, it's loaded. But she just tells this great story and through that, we, we have all these other things that we can reflect on, but it's definitely not necessarily on the surface. 
which makes it amazing. So yeah, if you like horror, straight up read it. If you like Stephen King, I would say read it. Um, if you're into the woman on a journey um, wheelhouse and you are okay with it being a scary book, I would say read it. Uh, but it's 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 smart and it's it's just really well done. Um, function purpose is it important? Uh, I would say it is an important book just for the fact alone that it is important for the genre of horror. I think it is important for women authors, women in general, um, because I think it helped me to shatter my prejudices of female authors because of the stuff that I have read before. And I've read, you know, uh, good female authors before. And I usually, like that, that doesn't usually play a role by itself in whether or not I'm judging a book as something I want to read or not. Um, but it's a combination of things like, oh, it's a woman author. It's a mother daughter story. Like, I don't think I want to read this. I feel like it's just going to be lame. And um, it very much wasn't. So I feel like it's important, not necessarily the content of the book, but the fact that such a good book was written right now, 2022, or just such a good book, and in the horror genre too, um, that, that, that it is, again, like such a good book, and it's written by a woman, which I think is, a, I, I don't think that's like, holy crap, like, a women can write? Like, no, that's something that I, I've known for a long time. But it's also really rare that I read women authors. And this book, I mean, Margaret Atwood is another one where I'm like, I want to seek out some of her books because when I read The Handmaid's Tale, I was like, this is a good book. But here's another one where I'm like, I want to find more Catriona Ward books. And I don't think I would discount women authors the same way that I have in the past because of all my shortcomings and prejudices and everything else. So I think it's important for that aspect because it is just so flipping good and phenomenal. And just, again, Stephen King is my favorite author still. This is one of the best books I've ever read. And I compare it to Stephen King, not because he's my favorite, but because of the type of writing he does that makes him my favorite, which is exploring just the most human stuff ever and the way that he writes about relationships between people and that character development and just the way that, it, that he details things um regional dialect is a thing too that he does really well anyway Catriona Ward does so many things like that that are, are so well done uh I didn't really explain the reference to Cujo other than the Stephen King connection I mentioned there's dogs in here and that we're talking about nature and nurture amongst humans, but also animals. And so, again, Cujo, I haven't read it. I haven't seen the movie. Maybe there's more than one. I don't know. Um, but I know we've got a rabid dog and we have a scared woman. That is not the story here. But there is just this, this fear of, like, holy crap, like a dog can really mess you up as a person, right? Like, what is your defense against a dog? Like, what are you going to do if you don't have something to protect yourself? And it's like, they could really mess you up and or kill you. So, um, again, that is not the threat in this book, but there's an element of, of animals and thinking about their nature 
and thinking about how you might be able to change their nature along with humans. This is a really long review, but it's so good. Um, where is it on my shelf? It's top shelf. It's top shelf, top shelf book, which I already told you is one of the favorite books I've ever read, so that should be obvious. However, there is one thing that I will note. I have one criticism, and it is top shelf despite that. There is something that some authors do where there's like a story within a story, and it's like, oh, the protagonist is writing in her journal, or she's writing in, she's writing a book, or she's writing poetry, and then we get insight into that. And that's something that happens here. Not a lot, thankfully, but it does happen. And I feel like there's, it's a literary device that doesn't need to be used in this book. I think if anything, maybe the purpose was to have some reprieve from all the tense stuff that is happening. And we slow down and we back away from that. And then we're like reading this other story. And I know that it's supposed to give more insight into the protagonist too, we don't need it. I think you could scrap all those parts and the book would be better for it. Despite those things that I didn't like, top shelf book, amazing book, you should read it. That is Sundial from Catriona Ward.